Welcome to the 2016 Trading Cards Awards presentation from GoGTS Live. Uh, every manufacturer uh, was included in this, and uh, many of them, we got to look at some of the products firsthand, so thank you again. That's okay. <laughs> And uh, just to give you some, uh, uh, let's go over the, the fine print of how this poll all came together. Oh, there was fine We part. used the platform SurveyMonkey. There were 21 total categories. The poll was open from November 23rd to last night at 11.45 p.m., a total of 24 days. Thank you to everyone who responded. We had a overwhelming response of 506 total responses. Of those, wow. 438 were complete, meaning that 438 people either collect or have an opinion about every sport entertainment product. Uh, which was great for a total completion percentage of hmm. 87%. So thank you to should everyone. We, should we start the debating right now, Rob? Because um, I, I, I wanted to let you know, I did not complete the survey. Correct. <laughs> I left, no, I intentionally left one blank. We'll get to that when it comes. I just want you to know that I'm one of those... Uh, I'm one of those, what's the number there, 66, 68 that did not complete it. Because uh, there was one category, I just disagreed with the nominees. All right. And I stick well, to my gut. we'll get to that in just a minute. But there's going to be some heat. First here. up is Value Baseball. Value Based Products, oh, under easy. $80, easy. SRP. Ivan and I will give our picks, and then we'll take a look at... Uh, the winner based on the survey results. Ivan, who'd you have for value baseball product? Oh, this one was one of the easiest decisions of the day for me. Uh, what do you got? Tops opening day, Donruss baseball, Tops baseball series one. Everyone's a fan. 2016 Bowman baseball for prospecting. No, this is one where you know where I gave the love. I gave it to 2016 Onyx Platinum Elite Baseball. Uh, we had Lance come on and preview the product before it was even out, showcased it in Hot in the Shop, and then when we got to the National, we got to open an entire case and give away all, what, 52 autographs? I know it's at least 48. I feel like there was a couple bonuses, though, so it ended up being like 52 autographs. Um, $45 a box MSRP, and you could sometimes find them cheaper, I believe. Uh, two autographs guaranteed, and it was a strong, strong checklist this year. So it's a really great chance to get uh, a low-numbered or an exclusive autograph of one of those prospects without having to dig through you know, the dross sometimes of the overinflated checklist you get on some of the other prospect products. So you know that I was a giant fan of it. And when you said value baseball card product, for me, that was the value baseball card Good choice. Great points. Um, I went a different direction. I went a little bit. I went chalk. I picked top series one. Uh, I thought, you know, the flagship brand is what it is. Most people like it. I thought it had a lot of diversity this year. Nice set size. There was some bonus content and that, uh, in, in my opinion, made it a winner. But you as a whole, the collecting audience, chose... 
I was going to say, do, do our opinions matter? No, they don't. The winner 2016. is 2016 oh, Bowman Baseball by a landslide. By a landslide. Almost not, not quite double over top Series 1 baseball, but the collector has spoken, and the best value-based baseball card brand award goes to 2016 Bowman Baseball. And I'm definitely in the minority with my pick, which only means we need more exposure for Onyx Platinum Elite. There you go. Next up on the... Ooh, I like that little certificate, too. Next... Are we going to print that and mail it to them? Put it up in their office? It's been something that's been talked about. The value football-based product, again, under $80 SRP. Uh, Several choices to pick from. Uh, For me, this was uh, a relatively easy pick. I chose Classics Football. Uh, I thought that the design, the autograph checklist, and the fact that it released so early in the 2016 football release calendar to to come out swinging with a quality product uh, like Classics uh, made it a winner in my book. Yeah, I had to go with uh, some chalk here myself, though. Panini Prism Football. People love the shiny. Did Mm -hmm. the audience agree with you? Oh, yeah. In a landslide. Panini Prism Football over Donruss Football. Uh, some people may have wondered why Strata was on the list. It simply was uh, the price point. Um, so that's something we can talk about for next year and maybe even open up the whole nominating process to the audience, but to make sure that we got one under our belt, uh, we just put some quick criteria together. So congratulations, Panini Prism Football. Next Ooh, lots of debate going into this NBA one. basketball, college basketball, basketball, best value-based basketball card product. And uh, because Panini has the NBA and the collegiate license, we might have to, uh, to break up the categories next year and put collegiate in its own category. I was, I was torn between overwhelming people with too many questions, um, but... For now, this is what we did. I picked hoops. I think every year this is just a fun product. It's comprehensive as far as the checklist and features great photography. Uh, I chose hoops basketball. Um, I actually went in opposite direction, even though that would make sense. I thought that Donruss basketball, there was something about the design this year that made me feel like Donruss had been uh, a legacy basketball brand. It reminded me of like throwback Donruss cards, and I'd always wondered as a kid, I never understood why Donruss didn't make basketball. So I really liked this year's Donruss basketball design, and I feel like the odds and the everything between these three is pretty similar. Um, so I went with Donruss over hoops or contenders draft picks. Well, I think you're right. I think uh, it was pretty evenly split, but the audience chose... Contenders draft picks. This one honestly surprised me a little bit. I thought that uh, 
being a collegiate focused product, uh, the whole draft pick thing, not in NBA uniforms might have uh, held some people back, but Hey, let's face it. It's got five autographs at the price point. I think that had a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. The winner of the value-based basketball product, 2016, 17 contenders, draft picks, basketball. Next and last, uh, <laughs> no yeah, contest. Last no contest. on the list for value-based products, hockey. Uh, several to choose from. I, uh, I think I went off book a little bit here. Uh, no, how could you? How could you go off book with this one? It's clear. I, I don't clear think. I, I don't BS. think it was clear. Uh, I chose 2015-16 Upper Deck Series Two, and I'll tell you why. Uh, number one, I think it's a greatly underappreciated product because there's numerous amounts of exclusive content in there that wasn't released in Series 1, including Acetate Young Guns. That's all I'm going to say, Acetate Young Guns. And if you want to put that to the text, mm. check the secondary market value for those cards. An underappreciated uh, product, I chose Series 2 from last year. I don't know. I got to go with series one from this year. You just, you can't beat it. I know what uh, Dylan Larkin may be in your series two from last year or something. No, this year with the rookie crop that's come in and just the hype, it sold out before it was even available for a base card product. And the come audience Clear said by far. Ivan hey. is right. <laughs> or they at least, they I at least you, agreed audience. with you uh, more than double uh, the next product, which was MVP Hockey. So congratulations, 2016-17 Upper Deck Series 1 Hockey. You're the winner of the value-based hockey card product. Now we get into the mid-range product, starting with baseball. Mm-hmm. Who got your vote, Ivan? Um, Right here... Now, this this one was more a preference. And actually, you know, I think that there's something else we need to change next year. I think we need to take the word value off because that can imply, well, people argue about MVP, most valuable player. Does that mean the best player or the one that provided the most value? Well, I looked at that with the previous one and I said, well, it's which one provides the most value. Now, in this one with mid-range, now you're just saying best mid-range baseball product. So I have a completely different criteria. Because if I was going on value, I would not vote what I voted. Because I'm going on just best baseball cards. So you don't you want me to range. just drop the word value and use the under SRP amount? Yeah, maybe something along those lines. I'm just saying, like, well, I'm, I'm sort of asking as well and dialoguing, because for this one, a lot of these products have some great value. Leaf Trinity Baseball has a strong checklist and some great metal cards. Uh, you know, Elite Extra Edition, I've always touted as a great product because of the amount of overhits that can be in it and a chance to get value from getting an autograph of a guy maybe a little easier than in Bowman. That said, Panini Diamond Kings Baseball is a beloved product, even though it's at the very low end of this price range. It's beloved. People really enjoy it just as a product, regardless of the value, as well as my choice, which was Topps Stadium Club Baseball. Maybe it's not the most value-packed. I always love opening a box of Stadium Club, and this year's design was no different. And that's why. Cause well, I think, value, so that's I think value has to be a criteria when you're choosing. 
and you alluded to it uh, with this product. My pick was uh, Diamond Kings. I thought the product was beautifully designed. I loved the retired player content in it and a whole range of other diverse content that really was themed well. Uh, So for my vote, I got Diamond Kings. But the audience chose... Mm, did not see that one coming. Neither did I. And it speaks volumes about how much people love Bowman. That it would take both the uh, low-end or value-based and mid-range Bowman Chrome Baseball with nearly 30%, more than double Stadium Club. Uh, Diamond Kings was in the middle range there, but... The people have spoken loud and clear. Bowman Chrome, the winner for mid-range mm-hmm. baseball product. And to be fair, it had a strong checklist this year. Uh, maybe it wasn't as strong as Chris Bryant, Jose Abreu type years, Tanaka. Um, that said, it had a strong checklist, so I can see a lot of love going into that product. If that's what you're looking at, again, value product, maybe that was the best. And I don't think that has to be the entire I mean, it certainly shouldn't be all of your criteria, just, you know, part of it. Mm -hmm. But next up, we've got uh, mid-range football products, and there was a lot to choose from. There's probably so many to choose from that you can't maybe even see them all on your screen, but you know what they are. They're the products that range in price from $80 to $150. And uh, for me, uh, I chose Origins. I really, let's face it. It's. I love the design. Yeah, we've seen it before in another iteration from another manufacturer. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what they say about flattery. So between the great design, uh, on-card autographs, and the depth of the autograph checklist, I really liked Origins at the price point uh, for the mid-range product. Well, and I may be uh, slightly biased in this because, well, one, I actually didn't open, I think, a single box of football product this year. Uh, So things have been a little tight with twins on the way. Uh, So I live vicariously through what we opened on the show. And, again, slightly biased because I believe we hit both a Dak Prescott and a triple auto of who was regarded at the time as the three best quarterbacks in the draft from this product. I also just like the base design, though, and I feel like it's got some good value uh, within this, so I applied the value principle here uh, for 2016 Donruss Elite Football. Uh, I really liked it this year. It felt more like Absolute than past than Absolute did this year, and I've always loved past iterations of Absolute. I, uh, you know what? If I was going to pick an honorable mention, uh, that would have been it. But uh, let's see what the audience chose. Lost in the shuffle because it released, I think, a long time ago, but collectors didn't forget. 2015 Panini Contenders football with five autographs per box. People love the rookie ticket autographs. It dominated, and it is the winner of the mid-range product uh, for football, Panini Contenders football. Yeah, you know, you say it's the winner. Look at how close the oh, margins yeah. are. Oh, yeah, super we might tight. Need to, well, I think that as we talked about, too, and you touched on, maybe next year we'll go with nominations. So every category will only have so many entrants based on nominations, perhaps. Because I feel like we just spread the crowd so thin that they were there was a shot-in-the-dark opportunity here, in a sense. There was no clear favorite that came out between Prism, Contenders, 
origins, as you said, and even absolute still got a large margin of the vote if you're looking at it that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, and, and what I liked seeing too was I thought uh, strong showings from a couple of Leaf brands uh, right there in the middle of the pack. Um, something that surprised me that I thought would place higher uh, was Signature Series. And uh, so, yeah, um, interesting. That, that this is a tough, tight category, and uh, I can uh, I can agree with you that maybe uh, next year we tweak it a little bit. But uh, it gets the award for mid-range football oh, yeah. product of the year. Next on the list, mid-range basketball, and some tr- strong, strong choices. Uh, Select, Limited, Excalibur, Prism, Court Kings, Absolute. Uh, For me, uh, I really liked Court Kings. Uh, I liked liked the art theme, another beautifully designed product, the thematic inserts. uh, It just just works for me as a basketball brand in particular. And uh, so that was my choice. Ivan, what about you? Uh, you know, I've always liked Court Kings for that. Again, though, if I get 80 bucks or 100 bucks and I'm able to buy one bo- box of basketball in a year, I'm always going with Panini Prism. I always like getting a box of that every year when I can. I feel like it's a keystone product. I don't like that there's sticker autos. Still, we did see one big change this year, which is something else I've always griped about. I've loved the Prisms. I haven't loved the amount of them that are unnumbered. Well, this year they said we're serial numbering all the prisms, all the prism parallels, I should say. And so I think, wow, you took a product I already loved, you stepped it up another notch. You got me. Panini Prism. And the audience chose Panini Prism as well. Overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly. So can. Look at that, 31 so, points. Congratulations to Panini Prism, the winner of the mid-range basketball product of the year. Uh, last of the major four sports in the mid-range product, hockey and deep, deep, mm-hmm. lots of choices here. And uh, for me... Uh, I chose Ice. I love Ice as a standalone brand with its well-themed content. Uh, Ice is my pick. I went with uh, Black Diamond. I feel like that's it's right at the high end of this range, and I feel like it's got sort of the, uh, the most potential, which is something that, uh, for me, is not a huge hockey collector. That's something, it's like, if I'm going to do it, I am rolling the dice just a little. So I like Black Diamond for that for that reason. And the audience, what did they like? Good old SP Authentic, a brand you really can't ever go wrong with, especially at its price point. Kind of no surprise. Uh, People have always loved this brand. They're super super loyal to it. But uh, very Mm -hmm. close. Artifacts came real close. Uh, I think there's... Yeah, again, you see a pretty pretty strong neck and neck right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. The, uh, I think uh, there's a growing appreciation for artifacts every year, and Upper Deck seems to put an increased emphasis on it year in and year out. So not too surprised to see that so close, but uh, congratulations to SP Authentic. You're the winner of the mid-range priced hockey product of the year. 
Let's talk a little high-end. High-end baseball. A lot to choose from. Wow. And this is one, this is a category that <laughs> we almost could have an extra category. You could have high-priced and then, like, super premium. Uh, because there's some, there's a drastic difference in some of the price ranges here. And, and I acknowledge that. Uh, so it's tricky. And uh, we might look at expanding yeah. or going nomination next year. Uh, I'd purposely, to be eligible, it had to be released uh, from January 1st to when the poll closed on the 14th, which was mm-hmm. a release day. Um, and the reason that uh, Transcendent isn't on here is just because it's 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 so out out there as far as price point it just it's not even fair to have put it on so my choice for high end baseball and this was really one of the tougher picks for me uh, all right so here's my thoughts prime cuts <laughs> delivered good value at the price point and a solid checklist the mint was beautiful but pricey Museum collection was a little hit or miss. Triple threads still just annoys me with the often undecipherable die cuts. Uh, flawless and immaculate, too similar for me to, to pick one over the other. Uh, so for me this year, Tribute got my vote for high-end baseball product. I think it made a great recovery from last year. On-card autographs and consistent hits, either at the... Uh, the box level, the case level. Uh, so for me, I gave my pick to high end for tribute. So Rob, this is one of the places where I actually have a slight uh, disagreement with the poll in general. And uh, I do agree with your sentiment that maybe we do high end and then we call, you know, ultra premium or something because there are so many of those over $300 products um, that even made this cut and some that were maybe left off. So here's where I couldn't vote because my favorite was, I love the look of the one one uh, or the, the one card product dynasty. Uh, I love that product. I think that that's the best. If I could buy one box and I'm pretty sure I said it back when it came out, it would have been dynasty this year. And that's not on the list. All so, right. It was the same reason transcendent so wasn't on the list. Cause it was just, yep. And but then by the same argument, you know, maybe Mint Dynasty and Transcendent should all be on their own list. So uh, uh, understood. But uh, mm-hmm. what did the audience pick? But what did the collector say? Yeah, what did the collector say? Um, <laughs> wow, there you go. Contrary, contrary to, to my, my contrary to our beliefs, people love triple threads. I. When Tracy Hackler was working for Beckett Media a while ago, uh, we had a chance to interview him at the Baltimore National, and we talked in depth about tribute. Excuse me, about Triple Threads. I don't. I've never known a product that ha- has such extremes. It's you either mm-hmm. love it or you hate it. It seems I don't know. And uh, but the majority spoke, and they picked. Triple Threads Baseball. Uh, so congratulations, Tops Triple Threads Baseball. You are the GoGTS Live high-end baseball product of the year. 
Also, again, worth noting, though, look at what's number two. Creeping up right there, 15%. Panini National Treasures making a mark, making an impression on good collectors. Good point. Very good point. Like it. And I think, uh, wow, you know, with the release of uh, 2016 National Treasures next week, uh, who knows? Maybe that'll be the mm-hmm. all that new content. Maybe it'll be the bump it needs. So we will see. Next up, high-end football. Uh, high-end Another football. Uh, a strong mix of products between uh, uh, Tops and Panini. Uh, for me, this was the easiest pick of the whole survey. Uh, for me, it was t- Tops' okay. definitive collection. Just a wonderfully designed and crafted product overall. Super easy for me to pick. Definitive collection. See, I'd like to say that, especially in honor of one of the biggest news story of the year, the exclusive license and tops getting out of the football card uh, manufacturing game for the first time in decades due to that. At the same time, uh, I also can't vote for Panini Playbook since I didn't even know it came out. Um, <laughs> I just, I got to go with uh, Panini National Treasures football. We got to see, maybe it's just because of how much of it I got to see, uh, when we did that that uh, special break at uh, spring training, actually, the product preview with 20 cases, I thought that this year that was an exceptional card. It's, it's hard sometimes with those cards to really get it on a screen or even on a picture. And when you, there was such fine etching of the silver on the borders. It, it felt like, like what they tried to say with Pantheon and like these Greek things and Roman things, it felt, it actually had that feel to it like I've never seen in a card before, even in previous iterations of National Treasures. So lengthy response, lengthy reason. I just, I absolutely loved that product this year. Did the audience agree with you? <laughs> yep, I, I think they shared a similar sentiment. Um mm-hmm. 21% immaculate holding its ground at 17. Uh, look at Spectre though. People really liked Spectre in football too, but uh, yeah. more than double like national treasures. So it wins the 2016 go GTS live trading card award for best high end football product. So next up we have 2016, Go GTS Live Trading Cards Awards poll best high-end basketball card product following the theme of the show so far. Rob, tell me a little bit. We've only got five products listed for this one. little surprised. Uh, it makes it a little easier to choose, though. Which one did you choose and why? Uh, for me, I chose Immaculate. I think the brand seems absolutely tailor-made for NBA basketball, period. Uh, sneaker shoes. Immaculate, period. I was exactly the same. And the associate, or the asset rather, weighing in in our ear agreed as well. What did the audience have to say? No surprise. No surprise. 50%. Wow. Probably a couple additional products uh, should have been included uh in this category, um, the reason I chose the ones that I did uh, simply were, I, I thought were going to be the strongest contenders. And, 
I'm not surprised Immaculate won by the biggest margin that we've seen tonight. Immaculate basketball. So congratulations to Immaculate Basketball high-end product of the year. You know, Rob, this is getting weird. Uh, I've actually been in agreement with the average collector for like the last three, three or three of the last four. You know what? Maybe you need to take on the moniker of uh, Voice of the Collector and not me. <laughs> well, I think you're the voice. I could just be the average of the <laughs> There you go. The dull <laughs> middle of the road. Next up, uh, high-end hockey. NHL hockey. People love their hockey. A uh, couple Leaf products on the list. And, uh, you know, I know people absolutely love the Cup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see it win. However, I thought Premier delivered equally compelling content at a better price point. Uh, Premier got my vote this year. Robert with the Zingers. Uh, Again, call me the average collector. After going strong on Onyx Authenticated Baseball in the very first category, I'm going with NHL The Cup. It's Again, if I had to buy one box of this, that'd be the one that I would buy. And... uh, so, yeah, that's the easiest criteria for me. What did the collector say? Overwhelmingly, another huge margin, the cup. No surprise. Mm. Premier didn't even make it into double digits. Uh, for you hockey collectors out there who haven't looked at this product, I encourage you to do so. Um, you'll be able to buy two or three boxes uh, for the price that you'd pay for the cup and have just as good a chance of pulling the same autographs. Check out Premier, but love the cup, like I said, regardless. So that So that's the uh oh sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that's the the typical, if you will, or the standard questions, the standard rankings. Now we get into the weird stuff. Not t- now we have the fun stuff. <laughs> the unique stuff. You know, those were the vanillas and the stepping stones. Uh, now we get into the uh, the things where I'll be really curious to see what people say. Because uh, sometimes I don't care if you like opening day better than top series one. I do care, though, about what you had to say about number 13, the best retro-themed product. Four choices, tops Allen and Ginter, tops Gypsy Queen, tops Heritage, and upper deck Goodwin Champions. And I'm going to vote two ways, Rob. I'm going to tell you what the collector voted. I just I know it. I know that the collector vote is this way. <laughs> because when you've got three things that are the same and one that's different, these are going to cancel each other out, and Upper Deck is going to win. That said, guess which one I would have picked just for myself, not for popularity. Uh, Allen and Ginter. No, Upper Deck Goodwin Champions. It was the one product on my list to get a box of at the National. I love this product every single year. I do really enjoy Allen and Ginter. That said, Goodwin Champions just has a little more oddity to it and a little more fun flair, as well as those one-of-one art cards that are just stunning. And I've I've actually pulled one once, and so I'm always chasing those. Once you get it once, you're just like, I can't stop. So I went with Upper Deck Goodwin Champions. What did you pick? Well, this is the first category where you and I are on the exact same page. I picked Upper Deck Goodwin Champions as well. Although uh, boxes were hit or miss uh, because of the the verbiage on what constituted a hit, in my opinion, uh, the simple fact remains that the eclectic mix of content, the overwhelming 
amount of just stunning World War II themed content from booklet cards, relic autographs, uh, audio cards, so much different cool stuff in this product. Uh, this was a pretty easy pick for me. Goodwin Champions. And how much did it win by Rob? Um, I bet you it didn't win. But oh my gosh! Let's find out. <laughs> oh, whoops! <laughs> People love Allen and Ginter by more than two to one over our pick of Goodwin Champions. Allen and Ginter wins the award for best retro themed product of twenty sixteen. Well, I've never been more wrong in my life. I'd call my I'd call my certainty extra wrong on this one because I had a feeling Onyx wasn't going to pull it off there at the beginning. Here, I was one hundred percent certain Goodwin Champions was going to, and they are in last place. I would say fourth. They're tied for third, though, if you actually do the math. So, congrats to Tops Allen and Ginter. An eclectic checklist, the fun of rip cards, uh, lots of fun, unique content in there, and they win best retro themed trading card product in this year's go gts live trading cards awards poll up next best soccer product this is another uh i think we're gonna have to break this out into multiple uh categories for soccer next year Uh, yes we shall because uh I, (laughs) i don't think i realized how many soccer products were actually put out until i started doing this poll and there are still a handful of soccer products to be released this year um my pick however um to be fair including flawless on the list may not have been fair uh because it's such a standalone product in terms of pricing uh Let's see, had Noir come out earlier, it might have had better results, as probably most voters uh, had to go by previews of the product and not get a good look at it firsthand, as did we. Uh, But for me, uh, I thought Spectra was a winner for the depth of the autograph content, and uh, I thought the design of Spectra uh, worked better in soccer than it did in any other sport. So I picked Spectra. You know, Rob, I can't argue with you there. I did I did think that the Spectra design applied to soccer was beautiful and fantastic. Um, I do disagree with you, actually, on Flawless, seeming like uh, it's just, you know, you're almost worried it was miles ahead of the others. Uh, can we talk about secondary market values and oversaturation, perhaps? Is that allowed? Am I going to get fired? Is Panini going to get too upset with me? Ever since the boom of Panini Prism World Cup a couple years back, I feel like collectors have been expecting soccer to always hold that value, that international value. And Flawless, I watched some prices on that. The secondary market prices did not live up to the hype. So I would actually go with Panini Prism UEFA just above your your pick of Spectra. Because I did see value holding, you know, we saw parallels, low-numbered parallels that would sell for high amounts. And it's a beautiful card, almost as beautiful as Spectra. So those two factors combined, Prism UEFA European Championship was my best soccer product of the year. And the audience picked... Yeah, no surprise. 
uh, those, I think the cleat cards really stood out for people and left a lasting, lasting impression. Uh, you know, what more than two to one flawless soccer, mm-hmm. um, Another, like I said at the opening of of this, another category that we might have to look at breaking up a little bit. But, uh, hey, people love Flawless. It was a beautifully designed product. And uh, I'm really hoping to have the opportunity at a national or something to actually hold one of those cleat cards in my hand. Because when you can take a flat surface and turn it into a 3D collectible, uh, you're on to something, and it was something that even got picked up in some mainstream publications related to the sport. So, uh, yeah, no surprise. Well, I get that. No surprise. Panini flawless wins for best soccer trading card product. I do want to point out again something here, though. First off, that Select and Spectra are almost neck and neck in second place with the only two other double digits. And then at the very bottom, that 2016 Futura World Football. Hey, how about I know this that? this is one of the things... Well, it's one of these things we hope to do with the show is expose people to some more of the options out there. I just wonder how a product like that that looked like a really great product what we can do to raise a little more awareness in the hobby of some of these international products that are coming out in international sports that are really some beautiful and value-packed products. Well, Just something to think about. Well, maybe we should get a manufacturer rep on uh, the guest list for next year. That would be a good start. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> for our other sports categories, moving on, we have the best UFC product Here's one where I did not have much to vote on. I went with Museum Collection because I like the brand. I like the brand, and I think it's kind of cool to have a high-end UFC product. I really couldn't tell you much, though. You know, when we open this product, I'm like, oh, it's that person. Oh, it's that person. And I get corrected on pronunciation. So that's my logic. Uh, I uh, had Museum Collection not been rolled out to uh, UFC this year. My choice clear choice would have been UFC knockout uh, for the depth of the autograph checklist. However, uh, I made my vote on this product before it came out based strictly on the preview and the box that we opened tonight didn't disappoint. Museum Collection got my vote. And the audience chose not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. Uh, as I mentioned, I knew Knockout would fare well, uh, but people love the museum collection brand, and uh, it kind of ran away with it. So uh, mm-hmm. the best UFC trading card product of 2016 goes to Topps UFC Museum Collection. And I'd say that's fitting because there is something about UFC. There's something... It seems like they're aspiring now, finally, to some class with that. And I think Museum Collection is sort of aspiring to the same and so i like that combination as opposed to the next sport which we will never see a museum collection of uh best wwe wrestling product you'd probably like would you like to see a museum collection of wrestling though uh no i think that would be just too much um good but i'll give you my pick was super easy i've been waiting for a high-end wrestling product at a good price point Undisputed did not disappoint in the least bit. Great design, awesome autograph checklist, and uh, super easy pick. Undisputed. Now, 
Easy pick for me as well, being not a wrestling fan, but having been able to live vicariously through opening some of these, I see what you're saying about Undisputed and having that opportunity as a wrestling fan to get a, a high-end card. I thought Road to WrestleMania was fun, though. I was surprised how much fun I had watching you open that product. Uh, you know, just really a, a combination throwback product and modern product. Uh, that got my vote. And the audience chose... Undisputed, 35%. But look what placed second. Leaf Signature Series Wrestling, and that really isn't a surprise. That I love that product. Uh, the sketch cards, the depth of the checklist, some of the only autographs of a handful of wrestlers, some of the first autographs. Uh, Brian is a big wrestling fan and goes out of his way. Uh, Brian being Brian Gray, owner and founder of Leaf, uh, to deliver quality content to his wrestling products. Not surprised. Um, I would have given it an honorable mention, much as it deserved here. But the winner, 2016 Tops WWE Undisputed for Best Wrestling Product of the Year. That's that's pretty awesome, you know, and good for the, the wrestling. And I like that you mentioned the Leaf Sig because we actually had um, three people before you brought it up, or two people before and then one as you brought it up, that said the same thing in our Facebook chat room. Uh, and I'm hearing that our live stream chat room, we've actually got our friend from last week, two weeks ago, uh, Pack Rips is in there chatting it up and sharing their opinion of these cards, especially in their opinions valued because they've opened a lot of product this year. So they've seen most of these firsthand. So thanks, Packrip. We appreciate you being in the uh, in the room and filling in collectors on your opinion. So thanks, Brent. Next up, we've got multi-sport product of the year, uh, another unique category, and we went with either best other or multi-sport product because mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, a couple of different things going on. Uh, Lots of different things going on. Yeah, including um, an error with Tops USA Olympics being listed twice. Don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> so did you, did you tally those together? I don't know. We'll find out. Or is that just on the PowerPoint? Uh, for me, uh, Leaf Q uh, really delivered a a list of athletes from across all sports. Uh you could tell Leaf went the extra effort in putting this product together. Got my vote. Now, I I actually went uh, slightly the other direction. Uh, we talked to Brian Gray about this product. Uh, I know there were some, some Twitter arguments about this product. I thought it was great that after so many years, we got a dedicated tennis product again. I feel like the last one was Pro Set in 1991 or 92. Uh, you've never heard Leaf- of a company called Ace Authentic that Leaf bought? No, no, that was that was during my dark years, Rob. Mm, got um, it. So you got 2016 Leaf Ultimate Tennis, uh, which again, though, it brought that metal design. It had uh, Serena Williams autographs in it. Uh, I thought that that was just a fantastic other sport product. And some of these others, like National Treasures Multi-Sport, they didn't go beyond the, really, the four or the three sports. It wasn't, it didn't seem like it was that much further, so... That one may have gotten some consideration, but for me, this category, I feel, is to really recognize something that went out there, outside of the norm. So, Leaf Ultimate Tennis for me. And the audience chose in this category 
Well, look at that. And this one surprised me. Uh, for as much as people have given flack about Panini's, maybe what I've heard some say, hmm. overdoing it with the collegiate products, uh, I was surprised that this was this the clear me. winner. I mean, it wasn't even close. This shocks me more than what I, the one that I called with certainty earlier. The one thing I would have called here with certainty is that it's not that product. But it looks like that's what uh, people gravitate towards, though. So when you complain about a product, which is this is me preaching to me right now, remember the numbers don't always lie. But <laughs> this is so weird. Look at the two numbers added together for Tops Olympics. If I if my math is correct, that's twenty seven point six two percent. Which it seldom is, Rob. In this case, you you are right, though. Which would exceed Panini National Treasures. So um, we're still giving the award based on the error to 2015 National Treasures Multisport Collegiate. <laughs> yeah, we need a recount. Yeah. Who's going to raise Who's the third party that's going to raise money for a recount here? <laughs> We're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna see bench warmers swoop in at the last minute. All right, now eight million dollars. I gotta put a caveat on this next category: buyback product. You may have noticed that Super Break has not been included in this category, which would seem to be erroneous. However, it really isn't fair to include them in a category against all cards when they every one of their products is cards and memorabilia. It just wouldn't have been fair. So uh, next year, what we're going to do, Super Break is going to have its own category. Best Super Break product of the year. But that's why... Well, I can see that. That's why it wasn't time. included in the buyback category. This buyback category just became best leaf product of the year by excluding Super Break. Nope. You can't put an all-card product against a card and memorabilia product. It's not fair. Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Yeah, we'll have to have a Twitter poll. There yeah. you go. This is, this is Rob and Ivan disagreeing again, fighting in front of the kids. That said, if we're looking at best buyback product, uh, here I go out on a slight limb. I thought... Uh, Best of basketball was really fun. Um, I liked what we talked about with the uh, that. I mean, wait, maybe I'm wrong. It's not greatest hits. Best of is the one that had the new cards in it too, right? That's the one that we just did on Hot in the Shop last week. No, you're right. Greatest hits yeah. basketball. Greatest hits had the had the new the new cards. Yep. Okay, so like I said, greatest hits, not best of. I love that. I love that little addition. I feel like so often buyback products, unless you're really tracking them all, they can tend to be the same across the board. You know, it's like, does this one have way more value than this one or what? I, I don't know. The fact that they put in some new, unique on-card autos set that one apart for me. I went in a similar direction with Leaf Greatest Hits Baseball. You get the four buybacks. Awesome. But how about this? A guaranteed rip gun auto? Forget about it. Yeah, I, I knew you'd have to go for that one. So, and look what happened. What did the audience pick? The audience picked. Boom. 
Leaf Greatest Hits Baseball. Although, look how well hockey did in second place. Well, tied with football for second place. Okay, tied for football. And then Rookie Retro, <laughs> which we actually got a uh, we actually got a, a vote for in the uh, chat room. We got a vote for Rookie Retro, and that's up there too. So we see that, again, this sort of breaks down along with the way that sports themselves may break down. When you've got six products, it's pretty well spread out. With baseball, with a guaranteed Cal Ripken autograph, sort of just leading the way. Being a cut above. Yeah. So congratulations to a Leaf for Greatest Hits Baseball, winning Best Buyback Trading Card Product of the Year. Ooh, now here's another category that is uh, overwhelming. Overwhelming to say the least. So I think this is a, another reason why I'm in favor of nominations next year. Just as we're revisiting the process each time, we're not... Uh, you know, we threw it out there this year to see how it would go. Well, let me tell you why these products are in the entertainment best entertainment product category. We talked They're a little. All great. We talked a. Sorry. Yeah, they are all great. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off an answer for you. It's just that simple, though. Look at this checklist. This is a great category. How do you pick? Well, um, not only that, you could have put more on here too. So yeah. What was your choice? Oh, so. Actually, I think because of how impossible it is to choose between, uh, well, now I'm, I'm getting upset at my own choice. I have I have a reason for this choice, and then I see 2016 top Star Wars masterwork, and I think, well, that is better than my reason for this other choice. Um, Decision 2016, so fun and so unique, and a product that comes along possibly once in a lifetime, or at least once a, you know, we'll see what 2012 20 has. Uh, I don't think 2012 had anywhere near the drama that uh, this this set had. Marvel Masterpieces, Star Wars The Force Awakens Chrome. I mean, how much did Star Wars The Force Awakens coming out and being a great movie mean to so many people? That said, I was going to go with, before I just talked myself into those other three, (laughs) Leaf Pop Century because it's got such a great checklist, so many eclectic things, and some of the relic cards. That's a product where a relic card can be amazing and historical. As opposed to just a swatch from, you know, uh, uh, second baseman, backup second baseman. So, Pop Century is what I would go with. Uh, that, that said, it'd be, oh, what a tough what a tough category. Well, it, Pop Century got my vote, too. Uh, this product, for me, never fails to disappoint. However, uh, that said, um, if I were to pick an entertainment manufacturer of the year based on the breadth and quality of their portfolio and licenses. And we are going to add that as a category next year because it's almost not fair. Um, Cryptozoic Entertainment would get my vote, hands down. Um, while While I couldn't pick a single one of their products over Pop Century, uh, as far as a company that does entertainment, whether it's Tops, Rittenhouse, Cryptozoic, or Leaf, no one does entertainment products like Cryptozoic Entertainment. Yeah. Though, also another thing that deserves mentioning before we go to the results, because there's so much here. This is the season, the year review show. Historic Autograph Celebrity Edition um, doing their best to try and catch up to the the Leaf Pop Century brand. Another really long checklist. Great point. A lot of cool exclusive autographs. Um, so, 
yeah and even we have jordan in the chat room saying crypto is the best and their best sets weren't even listed on here and that's that's the challenge so next year i think we'll probably hone this down a little bit and narrow it down a bit more because it's tough it's tough yep toughest category of them all but based on the selection criteria used which was just so people know uh I wanted to put products on here that had the strongest autograph checklist of including the main stars whenever possible. That had a lot to do with what, you know, the, the choices were. So the audience chose and probably no surprise, probably no surprise. Star Wars masterwork. We took a look at this in hot in the shop on a preview, uh, too high end of a product for us to get a box in hand although hint hint wink wink nudge nudge tops that would be awesome uh not a surprise that this you know won and won pretty handedly actually yeah well pretty handedly for another category that had so many options that it's still pretty well spread out i mean there's only a five percent six seven Eight percent. Okay. Well, still, there's a single-digit percentage difference between the sixth product on this and the first product. And look at Decision so. 2016. I'm surprised that placed as high as it did. Well, like I said, it was a unique product. It really stood out. Um, you know, where else are you going to get the the relic and the autograph cards of Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and Donald Trump? Seriously, I think Donald was the only one that had an autograph previously or a relic card previously because he had one apprentice set that came out years ago. So, you know, very unique product and a product that I found even just at some like uh, um, non-trading card shops across L.A. I saw at some comic stores and some bookstores. So it got out there in an interesting way. And I think that that shows in those results. Next up. Best memorabilia product. Best memorabilia product. And again, like I said, Super Break's going to have to get their own category next year because they're just such a unique company. And uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, My pick for best memorabilia product, I was really torn. TriStar Quest Top Shelf got my early vote. uh, But in comparing... Uh, breaks of that to memorabilia vault uh vault walked away the clear winner in my book leaf memorabilia vault gosh rob i don't like agreeing with you because it doesn't provide good drama i got to agree though too we even uh you know we talked about brian gray just going through the vault and picking out things that had laid for a little too long they'd been waiting for a specialized product and they just decided well let's stop waiting for a specialized product and let's put that big ticket item in there so, so much unique content in that. That said, uh, Onyx Clubhouse Collection Lumber Edition was beautiful. Leaf Autographed Mini Football Helmets, always a great one. Um, TriStar Hidden Treasures Game Day Greats Football Jersey Edition. I know a lot of collectors and breakers seem to have a good time with that one. Um, so, so many good things. I got to go with you on the memorabilia vault, though. And what did the audience think? Uh, they agreed. They agreed pretty wholeheartedly. But look at number two. Congratulations, honorable mention to historic autographs for the Ball of Fame. But uh, Leaf Memorabilia Vault. 
with 21% of the vote. So the 2016 Best Memorabilia Card Product of the Year Award goes to Leaf Memorabilia Vault. Congrats, Brian Gray and Leaf. And our final award for the GoGTS Live 2016 Trading Cards Awards poll is Best Manufacturer Brick and Mortar Promotion. Uh, Black Friday for me. Uh, A winner since day one. And uh, that's it. Black Friday. Uh, you know, I like this inaugural year of Topps National Baseball Card Day. Uh, I was looking forward to that one, and I love that they worked Chris Bryant in specific to it. Uh, I thought it was nice, too, because uh, I've always... Well, Topps used to do this with football, with, like, opening day football, or they called it NFL kickoff, and that seemed to be their only brick-and-mortar promotion you would see. So I like that taking advantage of the fact that they got baseball, they finally really did a strong baseball brick-and-mortar promotion, and it just uh, was encouraging. And I saw a lot of people, I think that was, out of all of these, the one I saw the most Twitter activity from. So I think that had the most impact on the hobby. So I'm going to go with National Baseball Card Day. And the audience chose Black Friday, but a very strong showing by National Baseball Card Day. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this surprised me a little, little bit, given some of the complaints that I heard about, number one, the timing of the launch, some stores not having the cards, but hey, it's clear Panini has some competition as far as brick-and-mortar promotions go, because you know Tops is going to up their game for next year, so will be Panini be able to hold first place? We'll have to wait until next year to see, but the winner of the best brick-and-mortar promotion for 2016 panini black friday and to recap uh 21 total categories panini walked away with nine top seven upper deck three leaf two really not too surprising based on uh the number of entries they had in various categories but uh that wraps it up for the uh 2016 trading cards awards from all of us here at GoGTS Live and GTS Distribution, we really do wish you, your family and loved ones, a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Holidays. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, it's been a tremendous opportunity to join you guys every Thursday, and we'll be back here with a brand new episode of GoGTS Live January 5th. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm-hmm.